All right, everybody, welcome to BO Boys for Tuesday, January 23rd. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live in studio. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. So we have a special emergency episode of the BO Boys, Clayton, because the Oscar Nom Nom Noms were announced this morning and we have to react to them. Mm-hmm. This is the emergency Oscar Nom Nom Noms reacts episode. Yes. All right, so... Do we want to start with just in general, and we'll go category by category in the big categories. We're not going into sound and makeup and hairstyling, but big picture, what is the big narrative that you see coming out of this, the big surprise? What, what, What really shook you to your core after these nom nom noms? I mean, do you want me to say, I mean, I feel like it's pretty obvious what this is gonna be all about. Okay. It's going to be about the Barbie snubs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm out of my mind about uh, this. Yeah. And listen, I I predicted a Greta Gerwig snub. Did you go five for five on director? Did you no, get the five? No, no, because I didn't think they would you, put anatomy in there. Right. You had you had Alexander Payne still in there. I had Payne in there. Yeah. You had the old male lineup. Yeah. And they didn't bring the pain. Yeah. So he, here's the thing. I didn't want that to happen. Right. I predicted that as a reverse jinx. You know how people mm. do that when they, you know, mm-hmm. bet against the team that they want to win. Right. Right. So that they lose money, but the team they love wins. Right. Right. That use my, their lack of luck in life. Their, their, yeah. I to thought, help others. Here's this sad sack, me. Mm-hmm. Making this prediction. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not going to be right. Right. But here we go. I was right. And I've never felt worse about being right. This is ridiculous. Like, we can talk about the Margot Robbie uh, snub because I also think that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. This is the most ridiculous one. So, so let's just, let, I mean, let's get to it then on that category. Best director, Greta Gerwig of Barbie, got snubbed. Yeah. She did not get the nomination. The nominations went to Scorsese, Nolan, Jonathan Glazer for Zone of Interest. Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall, mm-hmm. and then uh, Yorgos Lanthimos Yorgos. for Poor Things. Yeah. Greta got snubbed. Clayton, this is a travesty. Mm-hmm. This is a travesty, and yeah. I'm not talking about sexism, honey. Huh? I'm talking box office. Box office. Yep. The biggest movie of the year by far was Barbie. Mm-hmm. Domestic, worldwide, everything. Yeah. A movie that was so big that it took another movie, threw it on its back, and brought that movie to over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Barbenheimer doesn't happen without Barbie. No. It could happen without the Heimer, but it couldn't have happened without the Barb. Yeah. Took another movie, threw it on its back, dragged it across to a billion dollars because of the, the Barbenheimer phenomenon, and she doesn't get the nomination. It is a complete travesty. It is a slap in the face to everything Greta Gerwig did on Barbie. Everything the B.O. boys do mm-hmm. on yeah. our show is a slap across our face yeah. that she didn't get nominated. And we're not out here saying every year the director of the biggest movie of the year should get nominated. The Russo brothers should not have gotten nominated the year Endgame came out. No, they should not have. Whatever robot directed Spidey-Man, you know, three Spider-Men that year. Yeah. That person, people, whatever directed whatever that movie. Whatever it was, yeah. Whatever it was. What committee, direct- whatever committee. Yeah. Should not have gotten nominated for best director that year. We're not saying that. But 
Barbie this year was a cultural phenomenon, a box office phenomenon. It's a movie with a strong directing style to it, mm-hmm. not a Russo Brothers situation, not a, yeah. you know, put it on a green screen and, and some sitcom directors could handle the whole thing. This wasn't that. No. Th- this snub was a snub that spits in the face of not just Greta as a director, but Scott Mendelson, Jeff Bach, the B.O. boys, everyone who takes box office seriously was spit spat upon this morning oh, with these Oscar noms. Oh, nom- we're noms. covered in spittle. Yeah. The Academy has finally outed themselves as a complete joke. Yes. I have for years been on the fence and thought, you know, maybe with the new influx of people, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. But again, like you said, you you don't have to nominate something just because it's the biggest movie. No, you don't. You don't but, nominate the three Spidey men in, in the Spidey man green screen. Yeah. movie. totally fine. Of course not. But when it's the biggest movie also pulled off in such an artistic way, yeah. I mean, you could say if you, it's not about like critically liking it or not. It is the undertaking. It is taking Barbie, mm-hmm. which was an IP that had never been really maximized. I mean, had never been visualized in anything other than crappy cartoons, video yeah. cartoons. Yeah. yeah. And you had everybody saying, make it a cartoon, make it a cartoon. Make it. Everybody was saying, make it a cartoon. Yeah. I mean, you were saying that, but others were. Every, everybody, everybody was. Everybody was. Everyone I, was. I wasn't, but sure. But everyone uh, other than, well, everybody was. Greta takes this mm-hmm. and makes it into a billion dollar baby. Yes. I just don't the think people understand baby. what that took. Yeah. And how much it took for her to get her vision through, get her cast through. So it's like America. Right. Great, great that America got nominated. This the, is the, amazing. The actress, not the country. Yes. You're talking about America for air supporting but it's actress. But Amer- it's a great American story. Yes. So with her, all of America got nominated. That's how I feel. Yes. And so this was somebody that Greta cast mm-hmm. and said, you are the person. And Margot had part to do with that. She was a producer uh, as well, you know, Ryan. But like getting this group together, Michael Sarah, who had been doing his own thing. We love Michael Sir, but he'd been doing his own thing. Yeah, he was in the web series land. And, and yeah. everybody else, everybody else, all the different Barbies and Kens. I'm just talking like the big names. To put this crew together and pull this off and have it make so much money. Yeah. How, so, how wh- did it, who is, who is responsible for this? It's her. I, I mean, listen. And they're going to give them the, just the screenplay. That, that They're just going to say, well, it was the oh, screenplay. I, I you don't mean, even we'll, think they're going to get that. We'll talk about it. I don't think Barbie's going to win Best Adapted Screenplay. I think this voting body, I mean, the thing is, Doesn't when you like look Barbie. at just the nom nom noms, other than Best Picture, the nominations are voted on by the specific branches. So actors yes. nominate actors. So the directing branch, which is... A much more international branch within the academy than it is in the union and the DGA. Yeah. They voted for the directors and there was a snobbery here. And, and uh, listen, uh, Zone of Interest, I'm sure it's great. I haven't seen it yet. Anatomy of Fall, we're not critics, huh? Huh. I thought it was a Law and Order SVU episode with a great lead performance. Yeah. But this, there was a snobbery here where the directing branch looked at Barbie and they saw a big 
American nonsense. Mm-hmm. And yep. the the box office of anything offended this directing branch yeah. more than it tickled them. Because and it should have tickled them. They don't even billion have billion and a half should have tickled them, not offended them. Exactly. And a lot of a lot of these countries don't even have pink as a color. Okay. It's not even it's not even a color that they use. Oh, I mean the the German directors who voted for Jonathan Glazer, I'm sure they've never seen pink. They're offended by pink if they've yeah. ever seen it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I think and here's the other thing too. And and, and uh, you know, it being snubbed, Margot getting snubbed. The whole thing is now going to be about this. Yes. So, yes. if you're it, you're you rejected this so hard that you're now willing to take on all the criticism and the, your whole show now is going to be about this snub. Yes. The whole. OK, if they have op- to do it. They have we, to. We talked about it on the last episode and now they're in a corner. They have to do it. And, you got to bring Billy Crystal out on the hand truck in the Hannibal Lecter mask. And he's got to say the immortal words. Did this movie direct itself? He's right. got to say it. You have no other choice. That's how you open the Oscars this year. And I'm by no means saying nominate something so that you don't have to hear people complain about no, it. That's no. That's not what I'm saying. Again, what I'm we saying were not that, saying nominate whatever it was that directed the three Spidey-Men movie a yeah. couple of years ago just because the remaining comic book fans of that year wanted it to be nominated. Yeah. We were against that. Absolutely. We were against that. We were against that. And so the thing is that I just don't think people respect what this undertaking was and how well it was pulled off and how Greta was the the captain of this ship. Yes. And of how the biggest ship. Of a ship that ship. pulled along another ship. Kind of like, I mean, I would say like the captain of the Titanic, but in that sense, not the actual physical captain of the historical Titanic. Okay. I'm talking to James Cameron. Yes. I'm talking that sort of thing is like James Cameron made that film the same way that Greta made this film, yes. right? And they both made Baffa Bobo. Now, Baffa one Bobo, is one yeah. of the biggest ever, but Barbie is no small shakes. I mean, no. this to do this in this economy in this cultural era we're in in this movie going era we're Mm -hmm. in to do what she did is really amazing and should be recognized i mean and this thing could have been a pos oh this could have been been an absolute total disaster it could have been jen and the holograms yes 100 it could have been a more expensive jen and the holograms easily easily it wasn't i just feel like that needs to be acknowledged by the academy but they're jokers they're jokers. They, they don't want anybody to watch their show they don't want anybody to like them so what is the academy for then well here here is something i'll throw out there throw it out i mean a big problem with her not being nominated for director and the kind of weak showing for barbie today relative to the other big movies because it got eight nominations i think oppenheimer got what 13 14 something like that something like that so the the view going into this is oppenheimer is going to win as Mm -hmm. opposed to if you're looking at this telecast you want it to be people tuning in because it's barbie versus oppenheimer who will win yes and so the directing nomination for gerwig would have been making that more plausible. Yeah. But I'll throw this out there. Is there any chance of an Argo situation in that Ben Affleck got snubbed for director for Argo 
And I think that sort of created a groundswell around that movie where part of why that movie won is a bit of a backlash that Affleck didn't even get the director nomination. Is there any chance that the voting on Oscar day leads to Barbie winning because it's crazy that it didn't get the director nomination oh, or a spite point, win? Yeah. A spite win. Is there any chance of a spite win? Don't underestimate spite. I think there's going to be a lot of anger about this. I yeah, mean, there yeah. already is. And not just from the media, not just from people that I've talked to, but, but people who are going to be voting for these trophies. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so we think that the big story of this is the Greta Gerwig director snub. Let's look at some other. Second biggest story is me being right about Annette Bening. <laughs> I mean, let's get into it. Annette Bening got the Oscar nomination for Best Actress. Clayton, you're tickled by this. You're tickled. So Nyad got two acting (laughs) nominations today. The swimming movie that I think all people knew about this movie is that they didn't want to have to watch it. And <laughs> now now, now people have to watch it. Because if it only got one acting nomination, if only Jodie Foster or Annette Bening got mm-hmm. it, you don't have to watch it. But now people have to watch Nia. Yeah, it would have been a Still Alice situation where it was yes. like, we love her, uh, Julianne Moore I'm speaking of. Right. Uh, she's going to get it. I don't need to watch this movie. Yeah. Because it was the only, that was the one nomination. Um, but then... Uh, the two nominations for this. And again, I'm not laughing at the body of work. I love Annette Benning. I think she's great. Right. I wish she would have won an Oscar so many years ago, so many times before. But it's we a, talked about this it. is a nomination that she has no chance of winning. So what was even the point of tacking this on? That's how I look at it. It's like why nominate her for another Oscar that she's Guaranteed to lose. It's almost mean. This it was is. almost a mean Oscar nomination, yeah. Annette Betting and Nyad today, because she has zero chance to win. Uh-huh. And she's gonna have to go out there again to uh. make another. I mean, it just all it does is put her in Susan Lucci territory. Yes, that's terrible. She doesn't want to be in that territory. No. I mean, Annette Lucci Benning did end up want, winning. Lucci did win. L- Lucci did win, but that's what you get labeled as. Yes. If yes. you're a net banning and you keep racking up these losses. Yeah. It's like Glenn Close. I mean, it's to nominate Glenn Close again now yes. would be an act of hostility. Yes. It's no longer and, an unless honor. She's guaranteed to, to be, win. Yeah. It's no longer, well, she was guaranteed to win for the wife and she didn't. Right. So that's the thing is you cannot nominate Glenn Close again. That is cruel. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. It, yeah. And this was a cruel, this Naya nomination for net banning today was. Cruel, it was an act of violence. It's absolutely an act of violence. And it's, uh, it is uh, unfortunate that why don't you give this nomination to Greta Lee? Because it is a uh, best picture nominee. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a best picture nominee, yet how did it, why do you like this it, movie it, so much if you don't like any of the actors in it? It has only two nominations best picture. And best original screenplay. This yeah. has to be the least. And I, I guess now that we have 10 picture nominees, you're going to get these situations where you could get best picture and not have a ton of well, nominations. Didn't up but close person, didn't that one um, terribly close and uh, that, extremely loud? Extremely that loud. Only didn't that get, get a best, only best picture, I feel it like? It might have. I mean, 
it, it this is a I extremely mean, two, loud and uncomfortably close. Yeah, two two nominations is pretty low for a best picture nominee. Yeah. Um, though I think Coda won Best Picture and maybe only at four, but that was a late surge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the best actress thing is it was a crowded field, but Annette Benning is just a a cruel choice mm-hmm. to her. Yes. Because she's not gonna win. And to just moviegoers, because now they've got to watch an iad. We have to watch. I mean, I'm sure the zone of interest is Go, I don't. I don't know if it's good. I I now have to see it definitely because director it, yeah. and best picture, which we knew it was going to be best picture. But if it didn't get that, and Sandra Huller didn't get the 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 uh, other nomination, she didn't double dip, which I thought she would double dip, mm-hmm. double dip, double dip. Uh, I could have maybe avoided that one, but now I got to watch Nyad and Nyad. Zone of Interest. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, and Zone of Interest got what five nominations, something like that. Like, so that's the thing about Barbie today is Zone of Interest got almost as many nominations as Barbie. You know, Barbie got eight. Uh, Poor things, Poor things got more than that. Got eleven. You know, Barbie. Two of those nominations were in the song category, so it just wasn't a super strong showing. For the movie that, in an ideal world, is being looked at as the co-favorite to win Best Picture. And instead, now, it is clearly not going to do that. Okay, so sorry. Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close was nominated for two. It was controversially nominated for Best Picture and Best Supporting Actor for Max von Sydow. Oh, wow. Didn't remember that. Did not remember 2011. that. 2011. That was a, a 2011 release. Is Max, Max Rancito is not alive today, right? He's no longer uh, a going concern to get another Oscar nomination, is he? Um, I, I can't imagine that that's the case. March, to, March 2020. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. We won't even we won't go there. Not we won't go there. that one. Okay. So, Best Picture is not really worth talking about because- we it, both nailed it. And there was no other options. I mean, maybe Spidey Cartoon, but we know for sure that yeah. didn't have that. It was a pretty chalky uh, Best Picture nominations. It was exactly as we predicted. All right, Best Actor. The Did you nail this one? Because you had the Coleman Domingo nomination. So mm-hmm. the nominees were Bradley Cooper, Coleman Domingo, Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy, Jeffrey Wright. I think that's yes, what you predicted. I nailed it. Yeah, nailed I knew it. Domingo. The tea leaves were pointing that way, and and I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I I missed on that one because I I had your boy. Uh, I'm going to say Adam Scott, but it's not Adam Scott. How dare Andrew Scott? Andrew Scott. Adam Scott will never be nominated for. Oh, maybe maybe he will. Madam maybe Webb. He will. Maybe he will. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, if the rumors are true, I won't spoil it. But if he is who people think he is. Possibly guaranteed Oscar nomination. Oh, yeah. From Adam Webb. All right. Best actress. We talked about Annette Benning for Nyad. Lily Gladstone. <laughs> funny every time you look at it, right? Sandra Huller, Carrie Mulligan, Maestro, Emma Stone, Poor Things. Here's what I'll say. Other than the Annette Benning nomination, it's just <laughs> cruel and unusual punishment for an actress. Um, <laughs> Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. I'm not a critic, huh? Huh? And I like this movie fine, huh? If you're just asking me who I would have rather seen, I think I'm taking Coop and Mulligan out of here. 
and replacing them with other performances like better. I mean, again, I just can't believe Margot Robbie didn't get the the nomination for Barbie. I just feel it, like it's, it's just a, wild. It's a it's a it's wild. Yeah, it's that's yeah, and it's it, that would have been I think the big story if the Greta thing didn't happen. If the Greta Gerwig thing yeah, didn't yeah, happen, not the yeah. Greta Lee thing. Yeah? yeah, I mean, it is a bad day for Greta's. Yes, today not a great Greta day. No. Um. Yeah, the Carrie Mulligan one is. It is almost surprising. Maestro had, I think, seven nominations today. and It's it going to win nothing. It's going to win nothing. And it feels like the most disliked movie to have that many nominations. Oh, yeah. Because it's a lot. Seven is a lot. Mm-hmm. Maestro had almost as many as Barbie. Yeah. And no one seems to love that movie. I was talking to somebody about these nominations today who hadn't seen them. Yeah. And was talking about the Greta snub. Mm -hmm. They were shocked and then said, don't tell me Cooper got in. Do not tell me Cooper got in. I was like, no, no, Cooper did not get in. That's the way people feel about Maestro. And and here's the thing. We love Bradley Cooper, so I don't want to join that parade of pilot. He's one of the greats. He's he's a mensch. I mean, he's out there doing David Wayne Netflix series as as a payback. I mean, he's he's a great guy. Or monster, we don't know. But I do think yeah. probably great guy. Or monster, we don't know. Or monster, we don't know. But I think he's not a monster. Okay. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But he's a mensch. We could agree he's a mensch. Yeah. You could be a mensch and a monster. Yes. So we we know that Bradley Cooper is a mensch, possibly a monster, but I don't think he is. Yeah. But who knows? He could be. Either way, I don't want to join the pylon that, for whatever reason, is happening right now yeah. for Bradley Cooper. They, of course, he's trying hard. Yeah. That's how people succeed. He's trying hard. He wants an Oscar because, of course, who doesn't want an Oscar? But all that said, I'm a little, I wouldn't have been shocked if Maestro got nothing coming at it. Like, you know, if I w- it got the total snub. I would, I would be shocked if he got nothing, but I would be even more shocked if it won anything. I mean, mm. that's what we're dealing with here. It's not so, going to win anything. So, well, so, maybe sound. Well, Oppenheimer will win. I think Oppenheimer is going to win sound because they yeah. join that together. So yeah. you're not going to get the split of the music one and the war yeah. one. Now it's going to be Oppenheimer all the way with the sound. Yeah. So he's not even going to win that. So like, again, the only thing that A Star is Born won was the song. Yes, yes. And he's not even going to win anything here. So, I mean... I do think there was a level of the tryhardness was off-putting, even to a group of people whose entire lives are tryhard. Yes, they're because all kids. You have to try hard. If you you cannot ex- succeed in Hollywood if you don't try hard. And I'm not saying physical labor. I'm not saying listen, people who work in coal mines. Soot like mines. My, soot like, mines, like yeah. myself. Yeah. We work hard. Yeah. But it's a different working hard. Yeah. You know, we're working hard, but we're not trying hard. Right. Right. You're not And they're trying. trying hard, but they're not working hard. Yes. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't want to join in the in the Bradley Cooper hate. Carrie Mulligan, I didn't predict her. Um, I, I yeah. I mean, the best actress story is, is shocking that Margot Robbie didn't get the nomination. And it's at this point, it feels like an even fight between Emma Stone and Lily Gladstone. I still think Lily Gladstone's going to win this. I think so. I, I think, think so. Because so. Killers isn't going to get shut out. Yeah. And everyone in that movie is basically pulling the campaign around her. I yeah. think 
I, and I think on some level, Emma Stone's going to have to be careful about her campaigning. Oh, yeah. There, she's already got one. So I, I still think Lily Gladstone is the favorite. Although I will say Yorgos getting in on director means they are higher on poor things than than we thought, maybe. Well, there's another category where I think that's going to pay off. Okay. Are um, we talking, do we want to go there? Well, let's just talk sc- screenplay real quick. So adapted screenplay, the, that's where I think poor things could win. Oh, okay. Because the nominees there are Barbie, so Greta Gerwig gets the nomination there. Mm-hmm. Um, Oppenheimer, so Nolan gets it there. Poor Things is not Yorgos, but it is the writer of Poor Things. Yeah. And then uh, Killers got snubbed. American Fiction is in there. Okay, great. And Zone of Interest got the the, nom- the oh. adapted nomination. I think Poor Things could win adapted screenplay. I think Barbie is not going to win screenplay there. It's won a bunch of precursors, but it does feel like the Barbie love is pretty soft. Okay. And I think poor thing, either, either it's an Oppenheimer's sweep mm-hmm. and they throw that screenplay for whatever reason, because he took a 900 page book and made it, didn't use everything in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think poor things could win a depth screenplay. I, I mean, I think it's we'll one of those We'll get to our, nominate, where, our predictions closer, but yeah. I think that's where the poor things love could pay I off. think it's one of those things where you, you we always talk about this and you see this sometimes where it's like, if it's not going to win Best Picture, mm-hmm. we, we give it Best Director. And then if it's not going to win either of those, we give it Best Screenplay. You know, like, right. here are the movies we loved. Right. Let's spread the love around. Now, how true that actually is... And how that's how people think, we don't know. Right, right. But it sometimes shakes out that way. Right. Right. Um, and that's possible. If poor things to 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 these voters is their number three, then maybe that's what they give it right. is screenplay. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so let's go to supporting actor. The nominees were Sterling K. Brown, American Fiction, De Niro for Killers, Robert Downey Jr. Oppenheimer, Ryan Gosling, Barbie, Mark Ruffalo. Poor thing. So you had Ruffalo and I didn't. Yes, I had Ruffalo, but I had Dominic Sessa in the Sterling K. Brown. I slot. had Dominic Sessa as well, which I can't be mad about Sterling K. Brown. No. He was so great in this movie. Yeah. And so much fun. It's always great to see a TV actor mm. graduate to a higher level. I mean, that's uh, seeing like Sterling K. Brown finally get an Oscar nom nom nom. It felt good to be wrong. Yes. Like I almost picked him, but then I didn't really trust the voters. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I know he got in at other places, but they made a good choice here. Mm -hmm. I think this is a pretty good lineup. Yeah, I love this lineup. I mean, supporting actor. Because Ruffalo got in and that's such a fun performance. And I love Willem Dafoe and I think he's very good in that movie, but Ruffalo is so much more fun. He's so fun in that. Yeah. And it's a comedic performance, which I think is refreshing to be nominated. I mean, if you look at the five here, you've got Ruffalo's a comedic performance. Gosling is a comedic performance. Sterling K. Brown is a light dramedy performance. I mean, that American fiction is a comedy. Yes. Um, I mean, it's a, we've said this previously, it's a sort of movie that doesn't get made anymore, which is a domestic movie that has comedic elements. Yes. You know? And then you've got Robert Downey Jr. and Oppenheimer, not a comedic performance. No. And De Niro, 
he, you know, listen, great comedian, but he doesn't do the analyze that. Great analyze in the comedian thing. is what you were trying to yes, say, right? Yes, yeah. with, uh, with uh, Jeffrey Ross. Written by Jeffrey co-star. Ross. Yeah. yeah. Um, De Niro and Downey are the dramatic performances. I mean, who do you think, you know, we're still a couple of months out. Do you think there's anyone in this list of five that is any challenge to Downey Jr. to win? No, because, you know, RDJ, as we like to call him, is somebody who is making all the right speeches, Mm -hmm. is, is now Hollywood. You know, we're old enough now. To remember when he was the young upstart, right. he was the snot-nosed brat coming in and, oh, he played Chaplin? Right. And everybody's slurping on him and he gets snubbed and all that. And it's like, now he is Hollywood. He is Hollywood, yeah. He's a guy that everybody knows and, you know, again, could be a great guy, could be a monster, who knows. But this is a coronation. Yeah, this is sort of feeling like the Julia Roberts win, mm. the Brad Pitt win, mm. those sort of wins that were they're inevitable. Yeah, and I think this feels inevitable. Yeah, this sort of puts him in the spot of does he win, and then he becomes the guy who next year at the Oscars is sitting front row center as sort of the mayor of Hollywood. So, are you saying is he the new Nicholson? Because there's been a vacuum. I, there's been a vacuum. We thought Brad Pitt would fill it. And I guess he sort of has. He he sort of doesn't want to go every year, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Hanks, I think, is more the, you know, he's dead or grandpa. Yeah, he's, he's not, not going to wear the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. I could see RDJ wearing the sunglasses. I could see him winning this and then wanting to take that spot. You know, this is what you the do. The spot that Clooney never, it never really felt right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish I was on camera right now, but I think the people who listen to this podcast can imagine my facial expression when you said George Clooney. Although, congratulations on Boys in the Boat. You have an actual decent sized hit. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, this this Academy Awards telecast could be a, an S hit show. Right. We know this because it's all going to be about the snubs. It's all going to be about the Barbie snubs. But, you know, I think it would be awesome if Robert Downey Jr. wins the Oscar. Mm-hmm. They cut to the crowd. Guess who's sitting in the center with the sunglasses? Jack Nicholson. Oh, wow. He walks down. Off the stage. Oh, this, you're asking a lot now. It, no, not Nicholson. Oh, d- d- Nicholson seated. Nicholson seated. Okay, walks down. Got it, got it, got it. There's a spot open next to Nicholson. Okay. Nicholson takes out a, another pair of sunglasses, because he ain't taking Nicholson's sunglasses. Right. Another pair of sunglasses, gives them to RDJ. RDJ pops them on, and he just sits there for the rest of the show. Wow. Passing the torch. Sort of like That's how huge. Schwarzenegger walked past The Rock in the rundown. Yes. Very similar to that. Yes. That yes. is what I want to see. This might even be bigger than that. This is much bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that is what I would like to see. That yeah. would almost save this ceremony. Could that you is... do that as the first award of the night? Yeah. 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 That would be huge. That would be huge. Um, yeah. I, I mean, listen, we're not critics, huh? Huh? My take on Oppenheimer was I liked it fine. And I liked Downey Jr.'s performance in it. Mm-hmm. But I also thought his character was the least interesting part of the whole movie. And that I'm one of those, the last hour of the movie is kind of what I like by far the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but this scenario you presented 
where Nicholson hands the sunglasses to Downey and has him sit front row center with him after Downey wins the Oscar is the first time I felt excited about Robert Downey Jr. winning an Oscar for Oppenheimer. There we go. I mean, see, yeah. uh, it's not going to happen, but imagine uh, there's no way that it would happen if he doesn't win. Yeah. Yeah. So now, okay, now I'm now I I don't hate the idea of Downey winning for Oppenheimer. Yeah, he's definitely going to win. Um, supporting actress. So I got four out of five here. Yes, you went with did, America. I predicted America Ferrer and I got that, but I didn't predict Jodie Foster. Who did? Oh, I predicted Rosamund Pike. So I went like two. Yeah, you went a little off two, the beaten path. Two there, off but, the beaten uh, path ones. Yeah, but, but I got listen, one of them. I got the America Ferrer nomination. That Very was the biggest one. That. Nobody yeah. else said that. I mean, you were, I mean, it was definitely a possibility, but it was looking less like a possibility the closer we got. Although that speech, that speech did it. I do think that Critics' Choice speech yeah. did it. Yes, it was the speech. Well, there's the speech she makes in the movie, Barbie. That yes. was huge. That was a big scene. But the speech she made at the award show last week, awesome speech. And I think that changed a lot of votes in the last week. And as the speeches came, woke people up. Woke I, people I, up. I loved. I love the skip that. I cut that part. Yes. The sort of just like I'm a pro. I'm a pro. Yep. And then also the heartfeltness. I mean, and it's the, it's the yep. combination. It's like Giamatti's doing it. Yeah. Um, and I think those are the sort Down, of- Down, he's trying to do it, but he's no, really he's only smarmy. pulling he's off- He's too that, smarmy, yeah. He, yeah. He's, he, he's just pulling off the one-liners that the Daily Show writers are writing for Yeah, him. yeah, absolutely. But here's what I'm going to say about this. This seemed like a slam doink for Rudolph as- For Randolph. Uh, Randolph, I'm sorry, Randolph. Randolph. Yeah. Um, for a win. But now I'm thinking, you know- there is a possibility that that is not a slam doink. Wow. Just because. Wow. As the speech is king, the speeches have not been spectacular. Okay. And you don't, right, that's, you don't necessarily have to have spectacular speeches to win. We've seen this many times. I mean, like Renee Zellweger, her second time around when she won uh, for Judy. Uh, Judy. No idea how that happened, but um, God bless her. I don't think the speeches were great, but it was inevitable. Right. I just think that this is more of a wide open category than we're giving it credit for, right? Mm. You don't agree. I think this is the doinkiest of the four acting categories, yeah. It's doinkier than RDJ. Nothing's doinkier. And doinkier than Nolan winning for best director? There's nothing doinkier than that. Um, Yeah, I think, I mean, I think this is as doinky as Downey. I think I think do not find Joy Randolph for the holdovers is is so doinky. Do not be surprised. And also, Blunt is in this category. I mean, if there's an so Oppenheimer, if Oppenheimer just sweeps, sweep, I could see Blunt coming in and stealing this. I that would be so. And I get it. I get that Oppenheimer could win. You know. 10, 11 Oscars that yeah. day. It just could. Take I'd it be from against the, it personally, but it, it could. Take this but, from the guy who called Annette Benning. This is my guy, instinct. But I'm the guy who called America Ferrer get nominated. So we're on even keel. So I respect your opinion and I'm you need who, to respect my oh, opinion. Oh, of course. I, listen, I respect your opinion. I just don't, she's winning every precursor. It's the holdovers is a, 
I would say, a pretty beloved movie that probably... Payne didn't get the nom nom nom. He didn't get the nom nom Sasa nom. Sasa didn't get the nom nom nom. But people love this movie when they watch it. And it I got loved the best, it. And, and I think this is the, you know, I, I think Giamatti versus Killian Murphy is a two-horse race there. Mm-hmm. But there's a chance that this movie only gets this as the only win. You know, and maybe original screenplay. But I think people are going to... It's a performance in a peop- in a movie that people love. And so okay. I think it's a doink. I still think it's a doink. And I think I... the speeches have been heartfelt. They, they haven't been written by, you know, out-of-work scribes from Samantha B. full frontal at Samantha B. But they've been very heartfelt. She reads off a paper, doesn't read off a phone. I think her speeches have been enough you can't to make people phone. want to keep voting for her. You can't win- read off a phone. Let's just jump to Best Actor because we haven't really touched on that in terms of it's Giamatti, Bradley Cooper, Coleman Domingo, Killian Murphy, Jeffrey Wright. So uh, nailed that. I nailed you that. You nailed one. it. Any? Do you feel? I mean, we'll get more into the the actual prediction of the races, but do we feel like it's a pretty even two horse race? I guess you have yeah. Murphy ahead a little bit, but. I mean, I, Cooper has no chance. Can Cooper you now no admit chance. that Cooper has no chance? Because you to were win? on the Cooper. Yeah. Oh. I, a month ago, thought he had a chance to win. He's got no chance. No chance. No, There's. it's a two-horse race. There's yeah. only two people. I mean, I guess Jeffrey Wright could maybe, but I think I think Giamatti sort of edges him out in the same category in terms of, you know, char- beloved character actor in a dramedy. I think Giamatti gets those votes ahead it, of Jeffrey I, Wright. I, 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 and I'm trying not to, you know... Uh, to think with my heart, right? Right. Because honestly- With a heart, we'd have to vote for pig vomit. Yeah, pig vomit all the way. Yeah. So in my heart, I want him to win. But in my head, I am thinking without my heart that he is getting stronger as he goes. I mean, the in and out thing- No, no, I'm talking Giamatti. Oh, Giamatti, yeah, yeah. The in and out burger thing- Great. That really sticking up for teachers, saying how much he respects teachers and how teachers are are great and all that, like yeah. just really hitting that note yeah. where we all teachers agree. Teachers taught me, you know. Yeah, and we yeah. all agree that we should act like we respect teachers. Yes. And so he is really hitting it where we live, right. where it's like, yes, I also would like people to think I respect teachers. Yes. And so I think that's a great tact he's taking. He should take that all the way. Cillian, Killian, whatever. Uh, uh, CM. Yeah. Chillian? It's Is there can't. any chance it's Chillian? It could be anything. Yeah. But he, I'm just not enamored with that sort of personality. Right. And so it's coming off poorly to me, but it's obviously not coming off as poorly to everybody else. So we'll see... This is going to be like a sort of weird charm thing mm. because I think I, I think that both performances have their strengths and they're sort of very different performances. Right. It's really going to come down to like how many individuals think this guy's more charming than this guy. Yes. And yes. I think, I mean, that's a lot of what the Oscars is. Yeah. Once you're nominated, that's a lot of what the Oscars is. So right. this is the most interesting battle, I think. Yes. Yes. Because I mean, and we we'll jump to the director, Nolan's going to win. Because this, this is what I said. 
even on the, I think on the last episode that I agreed Gerwig is the one who has the most uh, likely chance of the DGA nominees of getting snubbed. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, and I still think this, she's the only person who possibly could have won Best Director other than Nolan. Yeah. I think that st- somehow at this moment, I still think other than Nolan, she has the best chance of winning the Oscar for Best Director, even though she didn't get the nomination. I, I agree. I think she has a better chance to win the Oscar for Best Director this year than Yorgos Lanthimos, Martin Scorsese, uh, Justine Trier, mm-hmm. and Jonathan Glazer. I think those four have no chance. Somehow Greta Gerwig, who didn't get the nomination, has like a 0.005% chance of winning the Best Director Oscar. I 100% agree. I think it's her 0.004% chance. Everyone, The other four nominees with 0% chance, and then Nolan with that 99 point. Zero zero six percent chance, which is like a rounding error. It's a rounding situation. error. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, we're not critics, huh? I don't uh-huh. agree with it. I, I I almost find it disgusting that the person who got carried along, you know, in the piggyback situation, is going to win the best director. But it is what it is. He's going to win it. Yeah. It's like they, they. It, it's like it's like listen. It's like Scottie Pippen mm. got MVP. Mm, that's a great one. Yes. Or maybe, uh, I mean, honestly, we're not big Nolan fans, so more like Horace Grant. It's like Horace Grant got the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. Luckily, the Academy doesn't vote on uh, the end of year basketball awards. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Best Picture. Yeah. I mean, it's Oppenheimer unless there's some kind of Argo-esque groundswell for barbie which is possible it's absolutely possible it's absolutely possible that so many people looked at this as an act of disrespect yeah i think the holdovers would have needed pain to get the nomination yeah for that to feel like a competitor here yeah for best picture and i don't think there's anything else i mean poor things Got the most nominations, I would say, of the series contenders, to, but it really just feels like Oppenheimer's going to win it. It's so funny because I know like you're supposed to vote with what you liked and thought was the best, but also the people, a lot of the people that are voting are people who deal in stories and storytelling right. and creating drama and making things interesting, conflicts. Wouldn't you then want... Barbie versus Oppenheimer. I know. In a real they way. Pass it up. Not in the yeah. way of like, well, they're both nominated for Best Picture, so it is, you know, it's the same thing like Maverick last year. Right. Barbie is DOA right now, except for I think Billie Eilish is going to win for the song. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be that wins for the song. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I mean, Diane Warren got another- uh, For the Hot cruel- Cheeto movie. I mean, it's, it's another act of cruelty. <laughs> that is cruel. Yeah. For the Hot Cheeto movie song? For the Hot Cheeto movie. Have you yeah. seen that movie I have or seen heard the Hot that Cheeto song? Movie. I've seen the Hot Cheeto movie. I don't think I've heard the song. If I'm I Diane think it's Warren. an end of credit song and my my wife and I watched it on Hulu. Yeah. And then Hulu like skipped us to the bear like in five seconds. So she's nominated for a song that was auto skipped. Yes. Yes. She hundred percent. It was a Hulu streaming movie. So and no Hulu, one's heard this song. No one's heard this song. No one's heard. I mean, I think they've heard 
the first maybe three notes of it. Like five seconds of yeah. it. Because Hulu skips you pretty quick. And then it's Vacation Friends too. Yes. Yeah. So they think that this Diane Warren song from the Hot Cheeto movie is like five bars of music and then the intro to Vacation Friends 2. Yes. That is, that is the experience that probably almost everyone who has heard any amount of this song, that's how they experienced it. Yeah. Is before Vacation Friends 2 autoplayed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Diane Moore. Yeah, that's another one. She it's must be like, laminate. why are you doing? Because she's not going to win. She's not going to win. Why are you doing this? Why are you making me go? She's why probably got like ulcers. She's like probably like just downing pep- Pepto all the time because yeah. she's like, I know I'm not going to win, but I'm still nervous. Right, right. You know? Right, because you trick yourself into thinking you're going to win exactly. at the last minute, which is such a cruel thing that they're doing to her, to Annette Benning. It's, it's just so cruel. We don't treat our elder statesmen in Hollywood well like that. Yes. Yeah. You know, Diane Warren. Well, and especially our, our, our Glenn Close. Our veteran women. Our our veteran exactly. Our veteran You're women right. in right. Hollywood. Glenn Close, Annette Banning, Diane Warren. We drag them out to these award shows to lose over and over again. You're right. It is. It's it's cruel. It is cruel. And it's cruel. You know, a perfect example of the difference is when you had couple years ago, you had um, Hannibal Lecter. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. You, you, you nominated him, right? And you're thinking, oh, this is cruel because we know that they're going to give it to Chadwick Boseman, who just tragically died. Right. There's no way. This poor guy, you're giving this old guy a nomination, and then he fucking wins. He wins because they, they do treat in a surprise, Better in a shock, yeah, you yeah. would that would never happen. That would never happen to Annette Benning. right? And that, like Christopher Plummer, he got the nomination for Beginners, and he won the award. Yes, they didn't drag no. Christopher Plummer out to the Kodak Theater just to lose. No, but they do that. But they do it to Glenn Close. They do it to Annette Benning. They do it to Diane, Diane Warren. Warren. Yeah, it's despicable. It's despicable. It's despicable. All right. I mean, I think that is. A reacts. I think we've reacted. Are, are we officially long enough to be algorithmically a, uh, a reacts? Oh yeah, we are officially at the reacts line. Okay, great. So thank you for listening to our emergency reacts to the Oscar nom nom noms. We'll be covering the race throughout the next few months. Yes, and of course, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com and we will be back in a few days doing our normal weekend preview episode. And uh, yeah, that's it. Stay, uh, stay safe out there. Stay uh, golden. Stay golden. And and I think there's nothing else left to say. Oh no. No, nothing. Nothing I can think of. So. Oh, it. except for. Oh. Until next time. We'll, we'll smell, smell you at the box office. office. Nailed it. <laughs>